This is Deep Blue, where we get the true life stories of BYU athletes, coaches, and fans. Here's your host, Jerem Jordan. Today's guest is one of the premier figures in the athletic department. Not only is she an All-American basketball player, she's a social media superstar. She is Shaylee Gonzalez from the BYU women's basketball team. Shaylee, what's going on? Nothing much. Thanks for having me here. I'm excited to be here. Listen, I'm excited to talk to you because uh, you're the superstar. Let's let's <laughs> talk about some stats and not basketball uh. stats. On TikTok, you have 204,000 followers, 7.6 million likes. Instagram, merely 74,000 followers. <laughs> And YouTube, 129,000 followers. That's 407,000 followers. What's it like to have that kind of following on social media? Oh, my gosh. It's crazy. It's crazy. Sometimes I don't feel like I realize it, actually. You know? Um, I mean, I feel like it, it is so fun. I love doing social media um, to connect with fans, to create content like that. I really love being creative in that type of way. Um, I mean, I think it's awesome that I'm able to you know, make content and to show what it's like being a D1 athlete, you know, the behind the scenes. Um, but sometimes it, it can also be a little bit stressful and hard to, you know, keep your life out there consistently posting. Um, but, you know, it's super fun and I love doing it. So what are your handles so people know so they can follow you? Um, so on Instagram, Shaylee Gonzalez on TikTok, Shaylee Gonzalez one on YouTube, Shaylee Gonzalez, Snapchat, Shaylee G1. Okay. When did you realize that was something you wanted to do. I think it was pre-BYU, right? Yeah. So in high school, um, I was just, you know, vlogging with my teammates. We'd make like game day videos um, just for fun. We didn't think anything of it. Like I didn't think anything of it would happen. Like I didn't think I would blow up like that. But coming into BYU, I had 260 subscribers. And then the first video that blew up was me moving into my dorm room at BYU in Heritage Halls. Um, that video got over 100,000 views, um, and I was just surprised. I was like, what? There's literally no way. Like, how did that video get that many <laughs> views? Like, it wasn't even that good. Um, but And then after that, I was just like, okay, I could really, like, make some money out of this if I could, you know? Um, hopefully in the future, NIL will pass, and so I'll be able to, yep. um, you know, just make... I looked at it as I could have this as a business, you know, if I start... Um, making more content, people start viewing my videos more, I could turn it into a business. And um, I thought that I should just keep going for it and see how far I could go. And so I kept making videos, kept blowing up, and I was like, okay, okay. And it was super, super fun. I got my teammates involved with it and blew up. And now some some of my teammates, you know, they vlog and they do TikToks, and so it's super, super fun. Okay, let's dive into that. I bring you up often when NIL comes up. Mm -hmm. To me, you're the, you're the most likely to make the most money from <laughs> the women's side of things yeah. at BYU mm -hmm. because you've already got the built-in uh, audience. Mm -hmm. Where do we stand on name image likeness where the NCAA is saying, okay, now you can make money on it mm -hmm. because uh, you know next week, hey, July 1st, this can happen. Yeah. There's not a lot of regulation and guidelines mm -hmm. on this quite yet. Yet you're in a position to make some money. Mm -hmm. um, what What have you been told about what you can and can't do? Yeah. Um, I mean, very, very little. I feel like it's all up in the air. Not a lot of people know about it. Um, we're still waiting to hear back to see if it does pass. Hopefully July 1st it does. Um, so it hasn't passed yet. We're waiting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think. <laughs> I don't know much like Well, much well about this it, plays you know? into... 
there's not a, a ton mm-hmm. of communication about it, yeah. generally yeah. speaking, at yeah. all levels, federal, mm-hmm. NCA, state, and so yeah. on. Um, I know that it's it should be passing around July 1st, you know, and I've been preparing for that, you know, keeping up my content. Um, I've started... I talked to a graphic designer in there. I made a logo. Um, I'm Give your own to logo. Make, That's when you're big yeah. time, right? <laughs> yeah. And then <laughs> I, I'm starting to make a website, um, starting to make merch. Not allowed to sell that, those things yet. Um, just trying to get prepared I for... I want some merch, by the way. Oh, yeah. Whenever it's I'll out. hook you up. Okay, I got you. you. I got thank you. you. Um, but yeah, just preparing for when that go button hits, you know, like once I'm able to start making money, I'll be ready for it. So, okay. There's a, there's a million different ways we can go here. Okay. So with your social, there are built in, there's built in financial incentives to those who get certain views on certain platforms. Mm-hmm. Tell us how that works. Cause you're on three different ones at least. Am I missing anything by the way? TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, you're on Twitter and Facebook. Um, and- Twitter. No, not so much. Yeah. Um, Snapchat a little bit. Uh, uh, I think that's pretty, yeah, pretty okay. much it. Yeah, those are website my three as well. Main, yeah. yeah, starting up that website, yeah. Not there, yet, but. there are people whose day jobs are post-social media content, right, that yeah. make a lot of money. So yeah. where does it even start with you? Let's say NIL says, yes, you can make money off the views like mm-hmm. anyone else. Yeah. Where does that start for you? Um, so on TikTok, it's, there's a creator fund, that's what it's called, um, and money just flows in that account. Based on? Uh, views. So, straight views. Straight views, yeah. More um, Shaylee TikTok. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, once those views come in and those likes come in, then it just ups it. Um, and so all that money goes into that account. I'll be able to take that money out um, and put that into my bank account. And then for YouTube, it's also views. It's all about engagement and how much you're engaged. And I think it's super important to be consistent with that so your engagement goes up. Um, but yeah, on YouTube, it's, there's a monetize button in settings and you just click that and then you're able to earn money, you know, monthly or whatever. And that's for views too. And then Instagram, I think it's like per post, you can get paid for something. And then if you do it like an ad or promote for a company, you can get, get, get even more money. So. Okay. So yeah. that, that's a, and that's another, another thing too, uh-huh. right? Where a certain company wants to use you mm-hmm. and have you promote their product. Yeah. And in the past, that's not been a thing that's been able to happen and Mm -hmm. hopefully soon it does with NIL we're talking about, name and likeness. All of a sudden people can reach out. I've noticed some of your posts where you say, if you're interested, you have to contact Mm -hmm. so-and-so or email Mm -hmm. this because right now you can't. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's a separate thing. In terms of the money you can make from the views you're talking about, Mm -hmm. is it a certain amount per thousand, ten thousand, hundred thousand? Like what kind of money is possible for someone like you in this situation? Um, so last time I checked for YouTube, there's like this website that you can see like how much money you could be making. Um, and like I put in my channel name and it searched up. I don't know how reliable it is, but like it told me that I could be making like 35K per month or <laughs> not per month. I wish. Let's go. <laughs> per year for like YouTube, like right now. But That's I, fantastic. Yeah. So I don't know like the logistics of it and like yeah. how many, how much money you get per view. But I mean... How about TikTok? TikTok. Um, I've actually tried to look that up and I can't find anything mm. about it. How much I could be making Because that's your biggest audience currently. Yeah, yeah. TikTok. Currently, which is crazy because I started YouTube like way before TikTok. I literally just started TikTok like so like, two th- late 2019. I started that. Um, TikTok is the, TikTok, the yeah. growth there is yeah. unbelievable. Anyone can get on the For You page and like literally anyone. You just got to get lucky and make some really good content and 
your stuff can blow up. Have you been on that? Oh, yeah. Did you get to the For You page? Oh, yeah. <laughs> of course. <laughs> okay. Of course. Yes. Okay. So th- there's money to be made. Mm-hmm. It's not all about the money, but it certainly helps. You started this when it was just sort of a, I want to document my life. Right. Yeah. But now there's now there's the ability to make money in something you love and you mm-hmm. do. And on, let's be honest, it takes work for you to like oh, yeah. nail the take and record and edit. Oh, yeah. But it's something you like. Yeah. This yeah. is where it's at, uh-huh. right? That's, yeah. that's life's goal as a career mm-hmm. is do something you love and that's fun. And hey, yeah. it might be your day job. You'll probably mm-hmm. have other stuff you're involved in. But yeah. hey, that's pretty nice. Yeah. I mean, as a like... I've always been told, like, if you love what you do, if you love your job, like, you're, it's not going to be work. Like, it's just going to be fun. It's going to be something you enjoy. And, you know, that's what I enjoy, you know. So I'm really looking forward till like, NIL passes and be able to start bringing in money and hopefully making more content and maybe having, like, a manager or content creator who helps me, like, edit. I mean, it'd be nice to just you know, vlog and then have someone do like all the dirty work, you know, because <laughs> editing takes lots and lots of hours. Um, so yeah, I'm super excited for the future and when that passes. So you shoot and edit all your stuff currently? Yeah. So I plan everything. I edit everything, make all the graphics, do all that stuff. And it does take a lot of time. So Prima- uh, Adobe Premiere, what are you using? So I just use iMovie. It's iMovie? free. Anyone can use Beautiful. it on, yeah, anyone can use it on the Mac. Beautiful. Yeah, people always ask me, like, you really just use iMovie? And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I make it work. I, I make my gra- graphics on my iPad. Like, I just have learned everything from, like, myself. I've taught myself everything I know, so. That's Dealing with, like, begins. iMovie and, yeah. And then editing. when you're making 35Gs on one platform, you can pay somebody <laughs> else, right? Yes, yeah, so that'd be so to nice. To help you out yeah. and then uh, do even more. Yeah. Okay, so at first it was vlogging, mm-hmm. which is super cool, and you still do that on YouTube. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what you do the most on YouTube. IG and TikTok are different kind of content. Mm-hmm. How did you discover what kind of content you wanted to put where? Yeah. Um, so... Like, YouTube is the separate thing. Like, I vlog my days. Like, people get to know me more through YouTube. TikTok is more of, like, dancing videos. I started implementing vlogging a little bit, but don't like it as much. And so, yeah, TikTok is more just for fun. Like, just dancing with my siblings, dancing with my teammates. I love getting my teammates in dances. Like, that's super, super fun. And those those usually go viral. Like, when you get that BYU jersey on and you dance, and it's super, super fun. But And then TikTok is more, I think... Um, it's just more pictures, you know, just like of my life, but yeah. Okay. The dancing. Let's talk about the dancing. It's <laughs> okay. not just dancing, by the way. There's basketball. Oh involved. yeah. Oh you, yeah. You sort of cap off an occasional video with a mm-hmm. shot. Yeah. So you got to nail, you got to nail it. It's to a song. Uh-huh. Um, you got to te- check trends of stuff mm-hmm. that's happening, right? Yeah. Who? So you, you choreograph as well? Um, I don't, oh, that's all Kaylee Smiler. Kaylee Smiler Smiler. is a baller, right? (laughs) Yeah, she, she's the one who like teaches me the dances. I take a little bit longer to learn the dances because she's like an actual dancer. Um, (laughs) yeah, her and Paisley are really good at dancing. I mean, I can dance too, but not as good as them. You fooled me. I thought you were a dancer. Yeah. (laughs) Well, kind of, but not as good as them, I don't think. But I still really enjoy it. It's fun. So. Okay. You come up with a dance, right? And then you cap it off with a shot or something. Mm-hmm. You typically do it in a BYU jersey. Yeah. That you don't have to have a BYU jersey in that, but you help get the BYU brand uh-huh. out there, right? Yeah, yeah. And I I mean 
putting BYU on the map. Like I just love like getting BYU out there and letting people know like who we are and um, not just like as basketball players, but also like just like showing people like that we have fun and um, we have like a good chemistry, good chemistry on our team. And, you know, I love just love making those videos, types of videos with my teammates. It's super fun. Okay, let's talk about the perception that you crush a little bit in this, which is good. Mm-hmm. Like Cosmo and the Cougarettes is like, whoa, whoa, whoa. BYU like that Mormon school? They can dance? <laughs> Shaylee Gonzalez and Kaylee Smiler. And yeah. People like, oh, they like keep up on TikTok? Yeah. Because I, I get the sense that the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints people are typically like, oh, they're like, uh, you know, <laughs> weird. and y-. It's like, no, 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 we got yeah, some yeah, game, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got some game. We got oh some gosh. game. Let's yeah. go. I mean, didn't Cosmo get, like, mascot of the year or something like that? Yes, Cosmo has a mil followers I mean, on TikTok. Like, yeah, he's the, massive. The Cougarettes and Cosmo, like, their dance videos, halftime dance videos, like, they go viral. Yes. Like, we're the best. We're the best. <laughs> yes. I think you plug into that space uh-huh. where, oh, they're pretty normal. Yeah. I think that's important <laughs> yeah. for the perception oh, yeah. of BYU. I really yeah. do. I agree. So I you're agree. doing a service here. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And hopefully the service comes back to you in the form of money. Yeah. Oh, I, I was going to ask you this. Hobbies, um, talents, interests mm-hmm. that people don't know you have that you want to uh, share with the world right now. Okay. Um, so not a lot of people know this, but I do know how to play a couple of instruments. Nice. I haven't played them in a while, but I just say I know how to, I know how to play them. So I know how to play the piano a little bit, the guitar a little bit, the ukulele, and the violin. Oh, so violin, not too. Not a lot of people know that. That's pretty so, cool. Yeah. Did you play these growing up? Um, yeah, so mm, probably, so let's see. I started piano when I was in elementary, and then violin was in junior high, and then guitar was in, guitar and ukulele were in high school. Very nice. So, yeah, and then let's there, see what There's else. a part of your brain that when you know how to play an instrument is triggered uh, that's different. Yeah. It, seriously. Uh-huh. This yeah. is scientific. Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, that's awesome. That's great. Yeah, and then let's see what else. Um, I used to do gymnastics until I was a freshman in high school. Oh, very nice. So a little flexible. Did you think maybe you would be a gymnast? Oh, no. Oh, no. you never thought you did? Okay. <laughs> no, that was just was for fun. always hoops. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Always hoops. Um, I loved soccer growing up. I really enjoyed playing soccer, um, even though it was always 120 degrees outside you in chose Arizona. The <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, I wanted to play soccer in high school, but... Basketball and soccer are in the same season in high school, so obviously I chose basketball. Um, uh, What else did I do? I did swim team growing up till I was in junior high. Um, But yeah, hobbies. I love listening to music. I love being outdoors, um, watching Netflix, um, hanging out with friends. I just love having fun. Inflatables in the front yard. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. So obviously social media is a, a massive thing to you. You also... Uh, are a basketball player. Yes. So let's dig into some of that and maybe come back around to social. When did you start loving basketball? Ever since I touched basketball, honestly. How old were you? So I was five years old when I started playing. Um, I got into basketball because of my parents. They both played um, basketball at Grand Canyon University where they met um, in Arizona. And they had me and then they had four other kids and we're a huge basketball family. We all play basketball. My mom, she coached me in high school. She was the varsity head coach. And then my parents, they both came up with a club team when I was probably 12 or 13 years old and so I've played for them my whole life they've been my coaches my whole life and then mom and dad yeah. club coaches yeah both of them yeah mom, mom head coach dad assistant 
Uh, they're both. They, <laughs> they, they switch. Okay, yeah. Okay. <laughs> they, okay. They, they switch. Um, and what are mom's, mom and dad's names again? For so everybody? Candace and Josh. Hmm. Yeah. And then. Go Lopes. Oh, yeah. Go Lopes. And then my younger brother. So it goes Zaya, Colin J, Klee, and Skyly. And they all played basketball, too, on the club team as well. So we are a huge basketball family. We love it so much. What's the club team? Uh, it's called Team Arizona. Team and Arizona. And they have five teams, I think. Five or six teams. Nice. So, yeah. Okay. So basketball fam. Yes. I think you have like a nice court in your house. Oh, yes. Oh, like yes. Indoor, is it half court? Yeah. So it's an indoor, yeah, half court basketball court. They nice. built that last summer um, when like COVID was ha- like COVID happened. And so. You had your own court. Yeah. Yeah. It was awesome. In there 24 7 when I go back home, honestly. Like it's so much fun. So much fun. So it was built last year. Was so that when super I was super exciting, like oh, I can go home and just play whenever I want. So it was actually being built when I was home. So month of May, I went home and it was being built, and then it literally finished like probably June, like when I left, and so I wasn't able to shoot mm. in there when I was home. But when I got back this last May, I was able to. So okay, you involve your siblings in some of your TikToks. Oh yes, as well. <laughs> okay, are you you're the oldest? It sounds like yeah. So I'm the oldest, and then are you Zaya. like the responsible? organizer of the group? <laughs> like, are you, so what I type of like, older sibling are you? Um, I'd say they look up to me a lot. Um, we always have fun with each other, you know, making those videos. They get in some of my YouTube videos and I mean, they love being a part of it. They really do. Um, my little sister, Kalia, she's really into dancing and she was actually a cheerleader in junior high. I was very surprised she was going to be a cheerleader, but she also loves basketball too. Um, she's a dancer, so she loves doing TikToks as well. So the boys, they're more of like basketball. They don't do as much social media, but they still get into it a little bit. Yeah. You're, you're uh, the older brother. What's his name? Zaya. Zaya. He, he likes being in them. It seems oh, like. yeah. He yeah. does. He does. Yeah. yeah, he does. He rarely has a shirt on, I think, in most of them, right? <laughs> yeah, because he's sweating and working out and then post TikToks. <laughs> That's awesome. Okay, so you're younger, you love basketball, your parents both played in college, which is super awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, and Grand Canyon, okay, that's unique. Mm-hmm. My, my familiarity with Grand Canyon is in men's volleyball because they're in the same league as BYU. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. So it's super cool because there's a ton of BYU fans in the valley, mm-hmm. and when BYU comes to town, it's a big deal. Yeah. So I love the Grand Canyon that's connection awesome. as well. They're growing quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Okay, so at home, um, one of five kids, what's that dynamic like? How does that make you who you are? <laughs> it's crazy for sure. I, you know, I love, love my siblings so much. I love having four close, really best friends. We're all super, super close. Um, I mean, it's so fun, like all sharing the same love. You know, we all love basketball so much, working out, um, going to the gym, shooting together, um, just hanging out. We love family vacations. We go on tons of family vacations. Those Where'd are you our go the, this summer? You went to Mexico or yeah, something? Yeah. So yeah. we went to Mexico. Our favorite spot's Cabo or Cancun, you go to those two spots and... Okay, which one's better? Um, I like Cabo. Okay. I like I Cabo. To, I love I the beaches there. Either. I need to go yeah. to Cabo. Yeah, Cabo okay. for sure. We're okay. actually going there again. So, oh, of course yes. you are. Let's go. A little preseason action. <laughs> yeah, Let's yeah. Go. So, um, but yeah, super, super fun family. I love just like, you know, making content with them is so fun to have them super, super close and all young in age, so... Does anyone not like basketball? Or everyone's all in. Oh, no. Everyone's all in. Everyone's all All in. in. That's really nice. Yeah. I can't think of, you know, among my siblings, like, yep, we all love the same thing and we could do it forever. (laughs) That's special, I think. Yeah, it really is. Yeah, it keeps us connected and we enjoy it a lot. That's awesome. Okay, so you're growing up in Arizona, which is a fun place to be. Mm -hmm. You love basketball. Who took second in the sweepstakes for Shaylee Gonzalez? 
Who took second? Mm-hmm. What do you mean by that? You came to BYU, <laughs> but who took second? The college? Like what? Where did you almost go? Um, it wasn't BYU. So I actually, since my parents went to Grand Canyon, I grew up wanting to go to Grand Canyon just naturally. because. Yeah, naturally just because of them. Um, until I was 15 years old, I came to the BYU Elite Camp, um, three-day camp, and after that, those three days, they offered me on the spot, 15-year-old as a freshman. Were you, and I was how, how did you like, feel about that? So surprised, so excited, I couldn't believe it. Um and then after that, I just like fell in love with them and grew really, really close with the coaches. And um, I mean, they supported me a lot and I just felt like they were family. And so, you know, like from that, I just felt like I wanted to go there and I knew I wanted to go there. And I didn't really have like a runner up because <laughs> I knew BYU was where I wanted to go. Um, I had four other offers and I committed the beginning of my junior year. And I also had like Oregon and Stanford coming in, wanting an in-home visit, official visit with me. And I was just like, I know where I want to go. I'm not going to drag these colleges along. And I knew I wanted to be in a good atmosphere and a, around good girls and good coaches that would make me a better person. And so that's why I chose BYU. So did Oregon and Stanford offer? No, they just they wanted, wanted to, to visit, in, yeah, in home visit. Yeah, yeah. It's funny because my freshman year, um, in the second round of the NCAA tournament, we played Stanford at Stanford. Yes, and we unfortunately lost to them. Um, but Surely that was had my thirty-two points <laughs> of career high in that game. Yes, I did. You were awesome. <laughs> Thank you. Um, and then after, I remember hearing an interview from their coach, and she was like, "We were supposed to get that girl." Like, she was supposed to be ours. We, we wanted should've... an in-home visit. Yes. She didn't even give us that. <laughs> yeah, so, um, but, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was, I hope that we play them again and we're able to beat them, so we'll see. Okay, let's talk about that game. Mm-hmm. So, you win the first round game. I can't even remember who yeah, it was Yeah, so against. it was an upset. So, we were the seventh seed playing Auburn, who was a sixth seed. So we upset them. I forgot how much we won by, but that wasn't a like tough, aggressive game. Like they, yeah. yeah, I don't know. It was, it was a tough game. I remember them pressing us a lot, and we were just making all our shots, hitting everything, and they just could not hang with us. And then we won that game, and then second round, yeah, we played Stanford, and they were the number one seed. So that at was a really Stanford. tough game. Yeah, yeah, at Stanford. If you win that game, it I was mean, packed. You can go to the final game. four. Yeah. If you <laughs> yeah. win that game on yeah. a on a, mm-hmm. uh, someone else's home court. Yeah. You have 32 in that game. Oh, by the way, you're a freshman. <laughs> what was that like? Were you, oh did you, were you, when were honestly, you in the zone? Like, honestly, like, I didn't even care about those 32 points because I was just, you know, we lost that game. I was like, yeah, I had 32 points, but, you know, I still wanted to win. You know, winning is everything, and that's all I want to do as a team is just to win. Like, that's all I care about. Um, I mean, it's super amazing to look back and think, like, wow, I was a freshman and I scored 32 points against Stanford, like it's the number one high, team. Right? Uh, 30 against it? LSU, 32 is still your career high, I believe. Oh, with 30? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right. You know better 32 than me. 32 is still <laughs> your career high. Yes, Pretty yeah, crazy. it yeah. is. So you have 32 in that game, but you lose and you're frustrated. Where did your competitive juices come from? Is it mom and dad? Are they competitive? Oh, yeah, for sure. Okay. Yeah, they're very, very competitive. Ever since I was little, I've always been competitive. And even, like, being able to play against my siblings, like, just in the backyard, that made us super competitive. And we've always been a very competitive family. So Where does that come out the weirdest? Like, playing a board game or doing um, the dishes? Is there a spot where you're like, oh, gosh, we're very competitive? Oh, I don't know. I've never thought about that before. Or can you... 
can you ice? I mean, it? I mean, yeah, board games, games, yeah, we go all out, like very competitive. <laughs> I'm trying to think. I mean, we we actually as a family we play dodgeball a lot in our oh. basketball court, and we get very competitive at if that. If you can dodge so. a wrench, you can dodge a yeah, right, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Okay, so freshman year goes really well. You came in, and I think the beginning of the year, I asked Jody, "Tell me about this Shaylee Gonzalez freshman." Mm-hmm. And he was like, oh, she's really, really good. I was like, how good? He's like, really, really stinking good. <laughs> and then you were, and it was awesome. That next summer, you tear your ACL. Yes. When did it happen, and and how did you deal with that? Because that was a mm-hmm. devastating blow at the time. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Every time someone just says that, my heart just, like, sinks because I just— Still? Yeah, yeah. Um. So— Freshman year, let's see, we won our conference. I was able to go to the NCAA tournament with my team, made it to the second round. I went to Team USA. I got invited to that. Only 30 girls in the U.S. were invited to that. It was a U19 team. You were 18, team. 19 at this point? Yeah, so I was I was 19, yeah. And I made an alternate spot. So 12 girls made the team. I made an alternate spot. There's five alternate spots. Um I think I it was rigged. It was politics. I should have made the team. Still <laughs> upset about that. There you go. <laughs> we won't talk about that. There though. you go. Um, and then, so that was in May. And then I come back um, for summer workouts with the team in June. Um, and we get practicing. And then um, July 17th or 15th, I tear my ACL in practice, just scrimmaging, playing with my team. Um, Take me back to that moment. Uh, so <laughs> I was on defense. I took a charge. I literally just thought like I maybe tore a little muscle. I got up, walked it off, didn't hurt at all, but I did hear a pop. Um, and then I went into the training room. My trainer check- checked it and told me I tore my ACL. He knew right Tears, away. Tears, crying. I didn't want to tell my parents. Waited like two, af- two hours after to tell my parents because I knew that it that they would just be devastated. Um, and then two days after I got surgery and then it was a nine month recovery. So wasn't able to play that season, sat out. Literally the hardest thing I've been through is super, super hard. Um, you know, cause after that freshman year, cloud nine, you know, um, just doing so much and succeeding a lot. And then that happening to me, I was like, why did that have to ha- have to happen? But, um, it made me a stronger person and I'm thankful for it. So. How did you get through that nine-month period? Because everyone but the person who tears their ACL Mm -hmm. goes, oh, well, oh, you came back. Like, here you are. Mm -hmm. You're good. No, no, no. It's like, like you said, (laughs) the hardest thing you've ever done. Yeah, I mean, it was a nine-month recovery. Like, just going through that, it made me a better person. Like, it... I was focused on getting back to where I was and being even better. I was like, I'm going to prove to myself and to everyone that, like, even if you tear ACL, like... It's not going to hold me back. Like, I'm going to go full force, work hard in rehab, get back to where I was because, you know, basketball makes me happy and I enjoy it. And being with my team, being on the court is something different. And um, I knew that I needed to work hard and I know I knew that I had that drive to get back to where I was. So and plus I was able to vlog it and to video record it and then to post it on my channel to inspire others and. Um, kept up with um, people were able to keep up with my recovery and see how um, I was able to do that. And it has helped a lot of people. So who or what helped you get through that period? Um, My coaches, my teammates, my family. I mean, I had, I have a huge support system. And so everyone literally like, I mean, even my subscribers, you know, like I love just like having them DM me like saying, Hey, like, thank you so much for posting your ACL recovery video. Like it's helped me so much. Like, and that like means so much to me that I was able to like help someone like get through that. And like, 
they're able to look up to someone like that, you know, so. For as much negativity as social media gets, <laughs> there's some positivity, right? Yeah, Some for sure. positive interactions. Mm-hmm. We're all in this together. Yeah. And that's hopefully why people follow as they mm-hmm. enjoy the content. And mm-hmm. You can share that. And so that's awesome. Okay. So I'm Googling you to research stuff. And mm-hmm. all of a sudden it says Shaylee Gonzalez uh, net worth. Do you want to guess what the net worth was listed at? million. It said one to five million. <laughs> I have looked that like, up before. And I was you, like, there's no way. Do you feel like? There's no way. Well, let's see with NIL where this goes, right? Yeah. Well, it also, like, it doesn't just also play in with my social media. It also plays in with, like, who I am as a basketball player, right? So, like, Future basketball earnings kind <laughs> yeah. of thing. Or, like, if, like, I was talking to my coaches about this, and they're just, like, telling me how... Um, like if you keep winning games, if you keep scoring this amount of points, if you score 30 points a game, like your income's going to go up, which I thought so was gonna crazy. So you're going to shoot more this year? Is that what you're saying? Maybe. <laughs> 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 no. <laughs> but, well, yeah, maybe. I don't know. Um, but, I mean, yeah, it's social media, like, and then as a basketball player, like how well I do and then how good our team is and how far we go. You know, if we go farther in the NCAA tournament, I think – that income for all of us will go up. I don't know how that's all supposed to work, but yeah. Okay, let's talk about the two seasons you played. Not a coincidence, BYU goes to the NCAA tournament and wins a game in both. Mm-hmm. Um, the year you sit out, it you know is a little different, but you guys rebounded and went back to the NCAA mm-hmm. tournament. What has it meant to you to not only get to the NCAA tournament, which is difficult, mm-hmm. but also win? Yeah. You've won a game both years. Mm-hmm. Um, coming into BYU, that was my goal. Like all four years, I'm going to take the team. We're going to go in the NCAA tournament and we're going to go as far as we can. And my freshman year, we were able to do that. And then I was like, okay, next year, like we're going to go even farther. Tear my ACL. Okay. Well, next year, like we're going to get back up there. We're going to get back into the NCAA tournament and we're going to go farther. Um, and then, I mean, to play, we played U of A in our second round game, right? And they made it to the runner-up of the tournament. They went all and the way to the yeah, title game. Yeah, and we lost to them by, like, what, five or six points. And I'm pretty sure that we gave them, like, their best competition throughout that whole thing. I think they beat teams by, like, 10 or 15 points. And we were so close, so close. And I, I mean, so I don't know. Do you know Paisley? She broke her hand in the first game. Did you know that? Yeah. yeah and so yeah, in the second game, the second game with she a broken hand. She played the second game, and I was like, "Oh my gosh! If she was a hundred percent, we would have won that game. We would have won that game." And so we're just like, "Okay, next year, like everyone's gonna be fine. Everyone's gonna be back. No one's gonna be injured. We're gonna go even farther." So I'm super excited, and everyone came back um, from last year. And I'm just super excited. We have six more, six incoming freshmen. We have a huge team this year, um, but we're going to be even better. And I'm just super excited to um, get even further in the tournament and to win the conference, conference it, tournament. So. Yes. Which, are you over what happened oh, in Vegas? No, I'm never going to get over that Gonzaga game. Gonzaga oh, went on a buzzer gosh. beater. Uh, 0.6 seconds. The, the, the <laughs> clock operator was a little slow to start it. Yeah. I'll say that. You don't have to. <laughs> Um, and you lose on a buzzer beater. Yeah. That was tough, I imagine. Mm-hmm. I mean, we were up by like ugh, 10 or 15 points. And I was like, okay, this is the game. Like, we're winning. Like, there's like three minutes left. Um, and I was like so excited. And then they come back. And I'm like, oh, shoot. And then <laughs> 0.6 seconds, they take it out of bounds. How do you get a shot off with 0.6 seconds? Like, she caught the ball, turned, shot it, bank shot goes in. And then before you know it, like two hours later, I literally see it like 10 million times on social media. 
Gonzaga, 0.6 seconds, buzzer beater. Yeah. I mean, crazy shot. I don't think it it shouldn't have counted, but it is what it is. We'll get them back this year. So The good news is you go to the NCAA tournament, Mm. you win a game. Oh, yeah, and Gonzaga. Gonzaga did not win a game in the NCAA tournament. Okay, um, you talked about (laughs) you wanted to be the same kind of player when you came back. Mm. There's no guarantees you will, right? Right, right. But you were. Yeah. How much hard work did that take to get to that point? And then in a sec, I'm going to break down the difference from your freshman year to sophomore uh-huh. year statistically. Yeah. Um, I mean, lots and lots of hard work. I was super, super blessed with the smooth recovery I had. I know there's some athletes who really struggle with getting back to where they were. Um, I know some people, they go the nine-month recovery mark, and then it starts hurting them again, and then they have to get, like, another surgery. Or So I was super, super blessed with, like, the smooth recovery did rehab every single day. I went the extra mile and really put in that extra work. I was shooting tons during practices. Um, but I think the main thing is just really focusing on um, like getting that quad, getting that hamstring strong, putting in re- that extra work, rehab. Um, I even had like a calendar every single day. I'd like write down what I did. I'd have like checkpoints of what I need to get to, you know, just to like visualize it and see like the end result. So, and it's awesome to like have that calendar still and like to go look back, see like what I was going through and how I got through it, you know, so. Yeah, that's a ton of hard work. Mm-hmm. I've never had an injury like that. I don't know what that's mm-hmm. like, but I always respect, especially the ACLs. I mean, mm-hmm. it happens. It's hard, yeah. And there's not a ton you can do to prevent it, right? Yeah. Like injuries are weird. Right. That way, have, had you ever had a notable injury so in like high school, I like sprained my ankle a couple times, but I was only out for like two weeks. So like that was literally it. And I was like, I'm never getting injured. Like there's no way. And then I get injured. I'm like, well, shoot. And then actually this past year in January, yes, I actually, let's talk about yeah. It. So I sprained my ACL in January. We were playing St. Mary's. Same one? Yeah. Same one. So I took a huge jump stop. I don't know why wasn't very smart of me, um, but it gave out, and then I went out into the hallway, and, like, my trainer checked it, and he's like, it's fine. Like, I don't know what it is, and I was like, it just did not feel right. Um, freaking out because I thought I tore it again, um, and then I actually got back in the game, played the last two minutes, and then um, after the game, it was, like, really, really sore, and I was like, okay, this does not feel right. Like, I need to go and get an MRI to see what's up. So the next day I got an MRI and the doctor told me that I sprained it. So the ligaments tore a little bit. Um, and I was like, okay, well, what does that mean? Um, and he's just like, well, you can get back in your brace. You're probably going to wear your brace for the rest of your basketball career. Were you wearing the brace? No. So I was actually in a sleeve. Mm. So I was in a black sleeve. I was wearing that season and then Ever since that happened, I got back in my brace. Um, and he's like, I don't know if those ligaments are going to like grow back together. And so like that's kind of in the back of my head that I got to be careful, you know, and wear my brace. Um, and then that – so that happened Saturday. And then Thursday we played Gonzaga. And so literally like – Biggest game yeah. of the year. I was like, Massive. oh, shoot, I have to play in this game. Um, I didn't practice at all. I just like let it recover, didn't want to, you know, push it. And then so we played that game and we won that game. <laughs> Huge win to help yeah, you get in the NCAA tournament huge later. Huge win, yeah. And so I was struggling for probably like two to three weeks. It hurt a little bit. But my doctor who was there at every single game watching me make sure it was make like to make sure it was okay. Um, so it was. And now I'm just in my brace. It doesn't hurt at all. Like I'm fine. So back to normal. But those ligaments, like we still don't know if those ligaments grew back. So oh. it's still, yeah. 
You feeling okay now? Yeah, I'm feeling good. Okay. Yeah, just not thinking about that. So, how did you overcome that mentally to not only play in the Gonzaga game but contribute in a way that helps yeah. your team because mm-hmm. it was a massive game? Yeah, I was just trying to be smart. You know, I was. I didn't. No more jump stops. <laughs> For sure. Oh my gosh. Um, but yeah, I mean, I just knew I had to be smart in that game, and all I wanted to do was to win that game with my team, and um, you know, to think that I. I was just thinking it like that, thinking this way. Like, I'm so glad that I didn't tear my ACL. Like, the fact that I sprained it, like, I'm fine with that. Like, I'm just going to have to deal with it, get through it, you know, extra rehab, whatever it is to get to where I was, you know. But, yeah. Do you feel like you have to play with the knee brace the rest of your career? Yeah. Just to be safe, I probably will. Yeah. Is it annoying? Um, I've gotten used to it. I mean, it kind of is being, it's really bulky, but... It is what it is. Ever I'd rather be safe your, than sorry. True. You can, and you can just stick your knee out and people will bang into it. Yeah. No, and no, it's pink too, so I rock nice. that. <laughs> That's great. That's great. Okay, so your freshman to sophomore year, you said you wanted to get to that level again. Mm-hmm. You did. You, you improved your field goal percentage slightly. Three-point percentage was 4%. That was a big jump. Free throw percentage, very similar. Rebounds, very similar. You had one uh, ha- half more assist a game and then very similar points per game at mm-hmm. 17. Mm-hmm. Were you uh, happy with your sophomore year? Oh, yeah, for sure. I was very happy. And it was just like an honor to get co-player of the year to come back after that. That was a big deal. Yeah, and so I was super proud of myself to be able to overcome that and to get, you know, back to where I was and to get those awards. It was everything. And I couldn't have done it without my support system and my teammates. They make me better, so. Let's talk about your teammates. I really love this team. They're super fun. <laughs> Me too. What like who who's the clown? Who's the smart one? Who's the, tell me yeah. about this group. Um so I would say Tegan, I absolutely love her leadership. She is an amazing leader. I look to, up to her a lot in that way. Um, Paisley, she is a clown. <laughs> she is hilarious. <laughs> also, Maria. Maria makes me laugh so much. Um, the yes. Um, Kaylee Smiler, she's the dancer. She's got the smarts. Her, Maria, and Sarah, they're the smarty pants. And, and the accent. The key oh, one. yeah. Oh, yeah. She's great. Yeah. Um, who else? Who else? Who else? Caleb, Caleb Bellis Lee. She's hilarious. I love her to death. Um, let's see. We have six new freshmen there. I'm still getting to know them. Still getting to know them. They're all pretty fresh. They Are just they got here, here like three weeks. Yeah. Three nice. weeks ago, they all got here. Okay. Tell me about the staff. Obviously, Juddy at the head. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Juddy is an interesting cat. He's so funny. Oh, yeah. Played in the NBA. Mm-hmm. Fun personality. Mm-hmm. I feel like he's... Like a grandpa of the team. Yes. No, yeah. That's Is that an like, accurate description? Yes, that's very accurate. You know, I love him as a coach. He knows his stuff. He's been coaching for, what, um, 20, 30 years? 30 years. <laughs> a lot of years. Um, and he's super, super, super knowledgeable in the game. And um, I love learning from him and being coached by him. Um, that's one reason why I came to BYU was to be coached by him. Um uh, he's super, super funny. <laughs> he's always got, he's always talking, I swear. He can ramble on. If you want <laughs> someone to talk to and ramble on, that's the guy. Um, I lo- it's so funny. Last season, or two seasons ago, Paisley and I we were teaching him how to vlog, and he'd call it a log, 
And so I would just die. That was a video. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think BYU Sports yes. Nation actually did that video. Yes, it was hilarious. It was hilarious just watching him, like, vlogging. and. He did this <laughs> really so funny, funny laugh where he's like, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> <laughs> it was great. He's hilarious. Was yeah, great. gotta love him. Okay, and then the, the staff is great as well. So Lee Kamard, mm-hmm. one of the best players in BYU history. Oh, yeah. Ray Stewart. Oh, man, so much swag, right? <laughs> Melanie Day, her yes. story's incredible. Oh, she's amazing. And then she was she's a baller, amazing. too, UCLA and BYU, mm-hmm. Sweet 16 and Lee Day. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, Jojan Harry is back, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. It's a fun staff. They bring a lot to the table, it oh, feels yeah. like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, yeah, they do a lot. I mean, it's so fun. Like, I love traveling because I think it traveling, like, to other games to play um it brings us as a team closer together you know like i love how we're on road trips we're in the bus we play like we got like um kid photos of when we were younger and we just played a game like guess who guess who this picture is of the kid you know um and it all brings us closer together you know dinners as a team um i just love the atmosphere and the environment we have and the chemistry we have as a team i think that's super super important and that's what makes us so good okay randomly two years ago ray and melanie got hurt during the season Which was super weird. You don't see the assistant coach get injured. It's like <laughs> yeah. Ray's probably trying to still dunk. So right? Ray, Ray, we're at St. Mary's and he he just thinks he's so good. <laughs> he's playing, he's playing us, and he thinks he's balling us up, right? And he is being guarded by, I think it was Maria, and he like makes this move and he tears his Achilles. And he is a jokester. And so like when he he started yelling so loud, and I just thought he was joking, but he was being dead serious. And he literally just like falls on the ground, starts screaming. I thought he was just like making a joke, but he actually he actually tore his Achilles um, in that practice. And then Melanie, um, she tore her ACL in a basketball game. I think she was playing with some of her friends or something. I'm not quite sure about that, but yeah. So <laughs> two coaches injured. like on crutches or in boots yeah. on the sideline. <laughs> It's like, whoa, what's going on here? Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's crazy. Yeah. Okay, what's life like right now for you? Um, so right now, so we just got, I just got back two weeks ago um, from, I was in Arizona. I was home. Um, I was doing spring semester, so I was taking two classes. So I just finished spring semester last Thursday. Um, we've been doing kid camps. We had a camp last week and then on the weekend. And then this week we have the elite camp. Um, the, the elite camp. Oh, yes. This is where you were identified. Yes, and yes. Offered. So that happened Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Did you see anyone? You can't name names, but did you see anyone? You're like, oh, there's little me. Oh, yeah. Yeah. My little sisters actually were there. Well, 12 there you and 14 year old killing it. That's awesome. <laughs> so it was fun to have them there and to see them play against those <laughs> high schoolers. Um, but yeah, just working out with the ta- team. We have lifts, team practices. Um, the girls just started summer semester this m- Monday, and I'm not doing summer semester, so I don't have to do school till yeah, next September, which is nice. So I'm chilling, just playing basketball, having what you, fun. What are you studying? Um, so I'm in journalism, and I'm in the sports media track. What? Yep. <laughs> what? So I what? just started that. I just started that two semesters ago. So how's it going? It's going great. I seriously love the classes so much. That's great. I love them so much. I just got done taking media effects and intro to social media management. And intro to social media management was my favorite. (laughs) Maybe just a little bit. Were there things where you're like, oh, I feel like I know how to do that already. Flash. Oh, this can help me. Oh yeah. Yeah, for sure. You know, taking 
okay, BYU is really, really hard and taking the general classes, like I was struggling in those. Um, but now being able to take these classes where I like, I really enjoy them. Like school is so fun now. <laughs> Love it. So, the generals are hard. Yes. They absolutely yes, are hard. Yes, not going to lie. Not to mention being a student athlete. Oh it's, yeah. It's a part-time slash full-time job. Yes, it really is. Along with school. So yeah. that's great. Uh, do you have any roommates that are on the team or do you have roommates who aren't teammates? Um, so I roomed with teammates the past three years and this year I wanted to mix it up a bit. And so I'm living in a house with six girls. Oh, you got the house thing. Yes. Okay. Yes. I, did the ho- I did the house thing for like two, three years yeah. and loved it. Oh my gosh. You sort of I graduate it. to it. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 And so I, let's see, two of my best friends are there with me. I met one in fourth grade and the other in seventh grade. And then the other three, I don't know. Um, but I've gotten close with them like the past th- two, three weeks I've been there. So it's so fun. You I love, love having a house, house though. Yeah, yeah. It's so fun. It's liberating. I really do enjoy it. Yeah. You, you have a little space. Yeah. Right? Maybe mm-hmm. even a little yard. And oh yeah. All that oh yeah. Little, oh my yeah. gosh. We went and got like inflatable pools and we put <laughs> them out in our front lawn and then we also got like a volleyball net Beautiful. so it's super fun i love it that's amazing yeah well that's fun it sounds like you're uh you're living your best life yes really am yeah upperclassman now kind of <laughs> kind of i mean a sophomore in basketball i'll be a sophomore this season but i'm a oh, senior because it was for a year yeah okay yeah do you want to be here a full five years or are you going to see how it goes at the end with so, professional opportunities so i'll be here a total of six years so oh, because I of have, the redshirt ACL year. Yeah, so because of my ACL, because of COVID. So I have three more years still. So this next season will be my sophomore year. Oh, my gosh. So, yeah, kind of crazy. But, yeah, I plan Six on staying. Six years of Shaley Gonzalez. <laughs> this is great. Gotta love it. <laughs> but, yeah, I plan on staying all three years, and then I'll be able to get my master's. So. I was going to say, is a master's in the Yes, works. yes, that's the plan. Just so. do it while you're here yeah, and while I know. it's free 93. Oh, yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Maybe do it in communications. So. Yeah. We'll see. That's the plan. You've got it all planned out. There's nothing I can say that's a benefit (laughs) to you. I'm just sitting here learning from you. Well, this is great. What else do people need to know about you or even BYU Women's Hoops that we haven't talked about? Yeah. That's awesome. This has been great uh, to get to know you better. And uh, I'm looking forward to whatever they figure out with NIL. Yes, Because I I think you're positioned really well already, not only because of who you are, as a basketball player, but mm-hmm. what you've already established on social media. Mm-hmm. You're ready for this. Yes, I am so ready. Like your timing is really good. Yeah, yeah. Plus, I have three more years to use it, you know, being a then, D1 athlete. And then beyond BYU. <laughs> yep. Exactly. Yep. Well, and, this, and the team's going to be awesome this oh, yeah. year. So mm-hmm. we encourage, as always, people to go to the games. If you can't yes. go to the game, watch the games on BYU yes. TV. Hopefully, yeah. And last year, you know, not having fans, that was super hard because I love having fans at our games. You know, it brings so much energy and I'm super excited to be able to get more people coming to our games. And so everyone come to our games, okay? (laughs) Come watch us. 100% show up. I I love it. I'm taking my daughter Venet to all the games. It'll be great. Awesome. Okay, Shaylee, appreciate the time. Best of luck. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. That'll do it for us. You can watch these deep blue stories on the BYU TV app, listen to previous episodes of the radio show and podcast on the BYU radio app. For Shaley Gonzalez and producer Trent Reimschusel, I'm Jerem Jordan. We'll be back every Saturday with more compelling deep blue stories right here on BYU Radio.